Desmond Ritter, and so this was the song he decided to, uh, yeah. to go with. I can't stand Desmond Ritter, even though I've got him in a Debbie or two. That was a good pick on my part. I've drafted him in at least two rookie drafts already. Yeah, but having him having the foresight to get him in college, I mean, I'm giving myself kudos for that. I know. I always love it when I look at my Debbie teams and I say, hey, I had that guy all along. Yeah. Sweet. It's a good feeling. Everybody, thank you for uh, bearing with us. We did not record last week. We we just sat back and we enjoyed the draft. It it was uh, an epic evening. We knew it would be a good evening, but it was long, and we decided towards the end we're not gonna we're not gonna record tonight. We initially focused on pizza. Draft started. We weren't gonna do a reaction after. No, I mean we were joined by Todd eventually. Yep. Um, <laughs> Wanna be your bad. Yeah, Tudog, uh, you really made our night. Yeah, you set up a you set up a Zoom call and then fell asleep. So we were looking in an empty room with a reflection of ourselves in your computer screen. Yes, it was pretty fun. It was, it pretty was fun. fun. Uh, and then of course we had Mike Trivia Mike, uh, Mike from Frozen as well. was here uh, here in person. So yeah, it was a, it was a good night for sure. It was a great night. Um, we uh, you made a good point when you texted me today to uh, say that. Everybody knows what happened in the draft. Mm. Everybody knows who went where. We don't need to go into that. No, we don't. Well, what we are going to go into tonight... Nope, I already played that. Uh, what we are going to get into tonight is uh, we will be talking about our thoughts on the big names, where they landed, how it affects their results, how happy or sad we are about various guys. Yep. 
Uh, and then we've had a handful of drafts already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some Devi stuff, some some rookie stuff. So it's been uh, it's been it's been fun so far, and uh, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, I also want to pick your brain about all these experts who give draft grades. And who won the draft, who lost the draft, all that stuff. So you think about that. Wait, we could even start that. We can even talk about that right now. Yeah, let's start there. You know, because there's all these guys who give grades out, like A, A minus, whatever. And I've seen four different sites for four different drafts. And each team got different grades. Like wide array of grades. Like one team would get... A D from one site, one team got a B from one site. It's like, what are you guys looking at? What criteria are you using? What What's going through your mind when you make these? Because they were totally different. They The analysis they had, even on every player for the fit for the team, was way off. But what you find is that a lot of people... I mean, I think back to... I was telling the story to the, uh, there was the, the, our, our bus driver, one of our two buses was, he was, he listens to Stephen A. Smith. And so as the kids are getting on the bus, he's got Stephen A. Smith on the radio. And I was telling him the other day something about, because I remember Stephen A. Smith, I'm pretty sure that's who it was, was going on and on about Dwayne Haskins being such a mobile quarterback when he was coming out. Dwayne Haskins, may he rest in peace, by the way. R.I.P. Is a statue, was a statue. Yeah. He didn't run at all. No. So Stephen A. Smith was just talking out of his butt. No idea what he's talking just, about. Just talking about him being a mobile quarterback based on, well, yeah, whatever reasons they were based yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think, I think these guys talk beyond, I think one thing is they talk and talk and talk and rather than admit they don't know something, they just talk in circles and make stuff up as they go. Mel Kiper. But I think... <laughs> Gosh, it was so funny, though, during the draft that he was just on... They had the guys who were analyzing on one side of the screen. Yep. They just had Mel Kuyper on the other side nodding. They didn't even let they him had, talk. They're they clearly phasing him out. Boog and Greeny. Clearly. We're going off. And then he would just budge in. Yeah, guys, 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 guys. It's like, come on. Um, but the, the other thing, I think, is the desire to have takes that are contrary to the normal takes. Yeah. If everybody is saying that, like, like I think, personally, I think the Jets destroyed the draft. I mean, the Jets oh. had a really, really good draft. They crushed it. And I think that's a pretty easy statement to make. Well, that yeah. isn't exciting or interesting to say that the Jets dominated the draft. Because they're the Jets. They're the Jets. Right. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And, uh, and so, you know, you got to say some other things. It's like the guy who is... Uh, the guy who was on CBS, was that you I was telling that? The guy on CBS who said that Kenneth Walker was his 10th running back in this draft? Maybe. He's just trying to be contrary. Yeah, He's just yeah. trying to be interesting. Kenneth Walker yeah. is everyone's second running back. Nobody's falling for that. Give me a break. Everybody wants to be a contrarian these yep. days. Yep. Yeah. And to give out grades and to see who won or lost, I mean, you can't do that now. You can't. You need a couple years at least to know if you won a draft or not. Right. To know how these guys are going to develop, how they're going to fit in your system, 
I mean, you're going to have quarterbacks that aren't going to play the first year, right? How how the hell can you even judge that? Right. You've got players that are coming in injured that aren't going to play for maybe half the first half of the year. It's, you just can't. So that's uh, a thing that really chapped my hide this last <laughs> week while I was seeing teams give out grades and 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 the like. Can't so, help themselves. They can't help themselves. No, they can't help they, themselves. It's, it's clickbait, man. It's all about clickbait. Clickbait. And if we had a website, we'd be doing the same goddamn thing. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's a major difference, though. Our takes would be right. True. <laughs> Hence, trips right. And I wouldn't be pretending to know things I don't know. Yeah. And if we, I don't know something, I don't admit it. And we won't have day jobs. I, mean, I admit it. I tell my, stu- <laughs> I tell my students that. I'm like... No one. It was. It came up with MCA practice where they're in. We're going practicing for the MCA yeah. test. They're in small groups. I put something on the screen. They work on it with their group, and then we share out and we go back and forth and do as much as we can. So they get a chance to talk with a small group. It's a little more interesting than me talking at them. They stay a little more engaged. Whatever. Uh, but the whole point of that is that there are. Every group has somebody who understands math concepts super well. Mm-hmm. And every group has somebody who's oblivious and has no idea. Sure. And somebody who teeters on the edge. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a classic bell curve situation. You got to even everything out. So I tell the kids, if you are really comfortable with these concepts, take a mentoring role. Explain really thoroughly. You'll learn things better if yeah. you have to explain them. It's and true. if you're teaching them to someone else, you'll understand them better. Because... I overheard a kid going, well, it just it just works. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Well, no, it doesn't just make sense to everybody. Explain why it works. Don't just say, I just get it, quote unquote. But more importantly, to the kids who don't get it, I tell them, you don't benefit from pretending you get it. If you don't get what your, what your group mate is saying, tell them, I don't understand what you're talking about. Can you explain that in a different sure, way? Sure. I don't understand why this number is here. What does this mean? You don't benefit from pretending you understand something you don't. Mm-hmm. When a person uses a word I don't know, I don't nod and pretend that I know that word. I say, I don't know what that word means. You go to your phone and Google it. I, I tell my kids that if you pretend you know something, you end up looking stupid five seconds later when you are found out for pretending you knew what it meant. That's true. Totally true. 100% true. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Your reaction to the draft. Who, maybe we should do this. Well, I, I did have... Oh, you prepared things. I got news and notes first. Yeah, I didn't prepare anything. Yeah, All right. fine. News and notes. Yeah, I got, I got some stuff news to go notes, through. News and notes. Does whatever a Dave do where I can. Because some stuff happened in the meantime. Um, and stuff and things. you have a guy who you have on a few of your squads who won't be playing for the first six games of the oh, season. God. I have him on one last squad that I did yesterday. You sure do. <laughs> Cardinals Pro Bowl wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is being suspended six games. He violated the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy, uh, PED, the kids call it. Yeah. Um, he fought it, and he lost. So he appealed, and they said, no, screw you. So it was something he was taking, and unbeknownst to him, some ingredient was banned. That's how it always happens. It's unfortunate because they their doctors need to be telling them what's in this stuff. And I think it's not really the doctors. It's kind of their trainers. Yeah, their their team that's pushing the stuff in them. 
it's kind of like going to a tax guy and paying somebody to do your right. taxes. You're paying them to know exactly what all the new tax crap is. Because you know these players aren't researching what's in it. No. And so to yeah, like you you need to tr- you need to be able to trust that your person knows what's in the stuff mm-hmm. and that it's allowed. Yep. Absolutely. So last year he missed the last 5 games due to knee injury, the four regular season games and playoff game. And they'll miss the first 6 games. So he's going to be out 11 straight games for the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Hollywood Brown getting traded to yep. them now mm-hmm. all of a sudden looks like a superstar because he should be getting peppered with targets. And yep. I heard somebody's take that he's he's the best wide receiver in, in Arizona right now, even without the suspension. So. Yeah, I've heard that too. Speaking of Hollywood Brown, um, he confirmed that he did request a trade from the Ravens, and he did talk to Lamar a couple times about it. So it wasn't about the quarterback. It was about the system that he was in. He wants to go to a place where they're slinging it. Yeah. Well, but he, and he also, he played at Oklahoma with Kyler. Does not hurt that he yeah. was, he's best friends with Kyler Murray. Yeah. It's the same with Adams and Carr. It's like they want to go where they're, yeah, we're, they want to go where their buddies are. We're seeing like, a lot of that happen now. It's like Kevin Garnett recruiting all his friends. Exactly. It's like they're, they're dictating where they want to go now. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, and a funny tidbit I saw too: Jordan Davis, Philly's new defensive tackle. Yeah. His mom, um, the the clincher for her getting him to play football in high school, was that the players got breakfast and lunch. Uh, she was tired of not being able to keep food in the house, <laughs> so she says, "I'm going to drop him off. I don't care if he's a water boy. That's going to save on my grocery bills." That's pretty good. <laughs> I can imagine he would eat a lot. And I can relate now with these three boys. I mean, if... Oh, it's only going to get worse. Oh, I know. Ask anybody. Yeah, we're getting a goat. We're going to get a cow, some chickens. Going to keep them all in the backyard. Maybe a couple of rabbits to eat. Special occasions. Well, you're not really, are you? Rabbits? Having goats no. would be fun. Goats would be fun. Yeah. We could do chickens. Chickens are allowed in Ramsey. We can have chickens if we want. We'll see. Um, speaking of Mel Kuyper... That werewolf looking. <laughs> he had a mock draft on March 1st. In that mock draft, Kyle Hamilton was fourth. Safety. Kyle Linderbaum's center was 10th, and David Ojabo was 16th. The injured linebacker. The Ravens got all three at picks 14, 25, and 45, respectively. <laughs> Because he knows what he's talking about. He sure does. You know, you're right about the werewolf thing. He looks like he looks like he is getting movie makeup to look like somebody who is like halfway transitioned into being a werewolf. Yeah. Like he's on his way. Like that's the, the in-between stage. He's been transitioning for years now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finally realizing that. Yeah. Uh, and per league source, I'm hearing, I, I've got ears everywhere. The Jets offered uh, pick number 10 and a fifth rounder in exchange for Debo and the Niners' second rounder. So that did not come to fruition. Boy, the second rounder back. I mean, I don't blame the 49ers for not yeah. doing that. That's too much. I mean, getting a first rounder for Debo would have been great for them, but giving up the second rounder doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. The Jets were really pushing hard. First, for they really wanted Hill, and they wanted Debo, and they lost out on both. 
But now Debo has added the 49ers stuff back to his social media. So stupid. And so it seems as though a big deal is coming down the pipe. Pipe? Pipe. 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 The pipeline. Pike. You said pike. That's okay. <laughs> turnpike. I mean, they're in Jersey. Yeah, there There's you go. A, sure. Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. Sure. I see what you did there. Uh, the Ravens do not have any international games this year. Thank goodness. Okay. Uh, they're only going to play one regular season game outside of the Eastern time zone in 2022. That's wow. against the Saints. Their other road games are in Cincy, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, New England, the Jets, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, and the Giants. So they're not going to be traveling too much. Guess not. Lucky Duckies. Yeah. Save on mileage. No, not Ducks, Ravens. Lucky Ravens. Both have wings. Uh, speaking of international games, we are going to get four international games. Okay. Three in Mexico and one in Germany for the very first time. No game in London? What did London do to Oh, I'm it? just kidding. Two in Mexico, one in London. I was going to say, okay. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say London. Oh, yeah. I'm from London. Because they've done, uh, I mean, they've been London. very supportive of the yeah. NFL. So Vikings, Saints... Um, Giants, Packers, Broncos, Jags, and then the CX and Bucks will play in Munich for the very first time. Mike uh, put in a trivia question uh, this this week, um, and it was the Vikings play in London this year. Yeah. When was who did they play the last time they played in London? Like he may have given the year. I don't remember. but Was it Jacksonville? That's what we put because that's the safest guess because Jacksonville always plays in London. Yeah. Turns out it was one of those questions he puts in just for me. It was the Cleveland Browns. When? What, what year was it? Do you remember? I don't know. I don't remember. Can't be that long ago. They haven't been mm. playing in London for that long. No idea. A few years. Uh, Tyron Matthew. They call him the Honey Badger. Honey Badger. He don't give. He don't give a he just. Give a shit. He has a new home. New Orleans? New Orleans. He's going back home. That's where he grew up. Yeah, he went to LSU. Yeah. Uh, three years, 33 million, including 18 million guaranteed. So they, the Saints did not address safety, obviously, in uh, the draft. So That's fun. Home. I like when the Saints have a good defense. Yeah. That's fun. He's fun to watch. And then uh, here is the Chiefs wide receiver room now. You ready for this? Wait, wait. How many how many players you got on that list for oh, the wide God. receiver room? I mean, it goes all the way down. I mean, I've got 1, 2, 3, how 4, many? 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. How many do you think I can name? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Six. You think I got six? Maybe seven if you're lucky. Okay, here we go. Okay. Juju. One. Hardman. Two. Sky Moore. Three. Justin Ross. Four. Uh, we got, uh, let's see, they lost Pringle. They lost to Marcus Robinson. I might, only, I might only have that four. They have a former Packer. Oh, MVS. Five. They have a former pothead. A former po- Oh, Josh Gordon. Yeah, there's your six. 
Yeah, you're right. I should have gotten those two. All right, who else? Uh, a couple going. you may know. Uh, Doris Fountain. He was uh, of the Colts. Colts, yeah. yeah now there. Um, Corey Coleman. Oh my gosh, Corey Coleman. He's still in the league. Um, Omar Bayless. I remember him because oh, I. Man. These are some names. I got him in like the tenth round in uh, uh, Frozen. Okay. So, but then we have uh, Justin Watson. Garrick Dieter, Cornell Powell, Gary Jennings Jr. I forgot about Powell. Chris Finke. Wait, Gary Jennings Jr. from yep. USC? Chris, no, that's Gary Bryant. Who's yeah. Gary Jennings Jr.? Gary Jennings' son. Oh, got it. Okay. Chris Finke. Okay. Matthew Sexton. You made that one up. Nope, it's there. S-E-X-T-O-N. It's a, that's a crowded wide receiver room. Well, it's not that crowded. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, realistically, it's not that crowded. I hope Justin Ross makes the team, though. I do too. He's a good kid. I hope he stays. Uh, so hope he, hope he can stay healthy enough. Sure, to sure, play. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the Saints essentially traded picks ninety-eight, one hundred one, one twenty, a twenty twenty-three first, and a twenty twenty-four second for Chris Olave. Wow. No pressure. Yeah. That's, man, that's a, for that to be who they go after with that many, it seems weird to me. So that's like two thirds, a fourth, a first next year and a second in 2024 for Olave. I mean, hopefully, I mean, that means they're going to use him. He's going to get the work. I, but oh boy, I, even as a Buckeye homer, I have, I'm nervous about that. And then I have a way too early 2023 draft okay. stuff. I've got the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight top eight odds of being the number one pick in the 2023 draft. Okay, well, it's obvious who the number one pick in the 2023 draft is, and it, nothing could change it. Who? Bryce Young. No, he's second. Well, that's ridiculous. See? It's you're. Are you telling me C.J. Stroud is one? Yeah. That's. Somebody's being contrary. That's insane. CJ Stroud. That's is, insane. This is from Bet Online. Why would why why would he be? Why would he get picked over Bryce Young? Do you know what CJ Stroud's full name is? Do you want to guess? Crud junkie. Coleridge. CJ Bernard Stroud the fourth. It's true. It's even worse than the one I had. And then Bryce Young. Avi. And then Will Anderson. You know Will Anderson? Will uh, Anderson Jr., he technically. He is the defensive lineman for the Alabama yes. Crimson Tide. Uh, Paris Johnson. He's a lineman for Ohio State, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Offensive tackle. Look at me with the uh, with the, uh, with the the line you, knowledge. You may now get the Look rest this of this. guy. Uh, JSN, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Oh, He's in yeah. there. Phil Jurkovic. Uh, Boston College. Yep. Quarterback. quarterback. Yep. Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, that's the quarterback for Miami. Yep. And Spencer Rattler. And Spencer Rattler. Oh, God, Spencer Rattler. They round out your top eight. <laughs> Spencer Rattler. That is very optimistic. I would love it to be Spencer Rattler. For us but I to just, be. He's too much of a knucklehead. He's never going to. And then. Come on. Yeah, I'm a fan of Reddit, right? 
Can you tell I've been doing Debbie drafts? Like yeah. I just, I just, all those names yeah. are very fresh in my mind. So I came across a thread that uh, the headline was 2017 Georgia Bulldogs had three future NFL starting running backs. 17 Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, that was Gurley. No, no. Wait, 17? Yeah. Michelle. Yep. Swift. Yep. And I don't remember the other Chubb. one. Chubb. Chubb, yeah, 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 yeah. And they also had Elijah Holyfield, who hasn't really seen any action. No, he hasn't. Great name, though. But what they did is uh, Gurley was later in, in 14. Yeah, he my was, bad. He was prior. That's I, yeah, okay. I mixed it up. So then these guys are listing off um, teams that had um, just great... Uh, like running back rooms, quarterback rooms, whatever. Well, like AJ Brown and DK Metcalf being on uh, Ole Miss at the same time, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I bet you got some good ones on that list. That's fun. So the '99 Tennessee Vols had Jamal Lewis, Travis Henry, and Ontario Smith. Wow! Before he went to Oregon, that's a pretty good room. Those are some names I haven't heard in a while. The Oaks, this, is, this is fun, too, because these yeah. these are the names. I've men- mentioned it before. These are the names that Kurt's never heard before mm-hmm. because he started with football too late. Right. And so, like, you you, <laughs> you say Travis Henry? No idea. Nope. No idea. The, I drafted a lot of Travis Henry. Yeah. The o- back before I hated running the backs. The 07 Razorbacks had Darren McFadden. I was just going to say, that was McFadden. Who else Felix was Jones. Oh, yeah. And Peyton Hillis. <laughs> Peyton Hillis. Yeah, one hit wonder. Definition of the Madden curse, that guy. The 2011... It's a fullback. Made it on the Madden oh, cover. Crushed it. Give me a break. 2011 Wisconsin Badgers. Oh, 2011 Badgers. Was that uh, Ron Dane? No, he was a little earlier. He was earlier than yeah. that. So who was this? Monte Ball. Oh, sure. Ugh. Mel Gordon. Yeah. And James White. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yep, um, the uh, and the 2017 Bama team was was just unbelievable. Hurts, Tua, and Mac, right on the same team. Right, Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, and Bo Scarborough. <laughs> Cal Ridley, Ruggs, Judy, Devonta Smith, Cam Sims, Robert Foster. Robert Foster that went to Bills? Yeah. I didn't realize he was, he was an undrafted guy. free agent who started for the Bills. <laughs> yeah. You um, know who loves Robert Foster? His mom. Les loves Robert oh. Foster. I traded him to him multiple times. Okay. And this guy did a deep dive. Oklahoma State in 86-87. Thurman Thomas was their starting running back. Their backup... Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. <laughs> yep. Nice. And Sanders got to start in 88 after Thomas left for the NFL. He had... Sanders had... 2,600 yards rushing. 39 total touchdowns, 37 rushing. His average was 7.6 yards a rush in college. Yeah. Just unbelievable. It's pretty good. And then there's a bunch of threads here repeating. Yeah. 
So it's just fun to to look at uh, the 2001 Hurricanes had Clinton Portis, Willis McGahee, Frank Gore, Najee Davenport, and Jared Payton. Walter Payton's kid. That was the team that hadn't lost until they lost to the Buckeyes in the national championship game. Oh, that was a good game. That was when McGahey, like, busted his leg up. And that was when that game turned around. Yep. Just good times. So many. Just good, good times. Yeah. Just reading through, looking back. And yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of repeats. But it's fun to look back and see, you know, where all they went to, uh, to college. Absolutely. And also, Bama, in 13, Derrick Henry. Oh, and uh, Mark Ingram. TJ Yeldon, Kamara, and Kenyon Drake. So, and then, yeah, there are a lot of uh, repeats. I mean, you could take a lot of Alabama teams, and it's kind of the same way. I mean, you got LSU, had Jarvis Landry and Beckham at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, some, there's some fun ones. Yeah. And then you think, some of the, for those, some of those teams, you think, how are they not better as college squads than, yeah. than they were? But nice, I like that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. All right, what else you got? That was it. All right. Can we talk about the draft? Can we talk yeah. about our opinions of the draft? Let's do it. All right. Who? I, the the landing spots actually have grown on me, I feel like. Some of them were really depressing that, that, that uh, as they were happening. Yeah. But I think they've grown on me. me and I was going to say that, too, is, you know, when you first look at it, it's like, come on. It's not going to work. But then, like the one I was thinking of. Um, is Walker. I think that is a fantastic... Because I, well, I was reading up more with the Seahawks, and a lot of people are thinking that Chris Carson's not even going to play again right. with his injury. So for him to go in, um, I mean, he could be starter right away. Yeah, and, I, th- and I think, yeah, I think he'll be the starter right away. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, so you look at a team, I mean, you kind of look at the team's... Um, you kind of look at teams' uh, track record for various things. Mm-hmm. And so you look at Pete Carroll is willing to start a rookie if they're the best guy. He also is willing to lean on a running back and have one stud doing yeah. the work. So that bodes well, really well for Walker. Um, the same kind of thing I think of for – well, and, it, and you, you kind of look at this, the opposite argument for um, – for Brees Hall. Yeah. Now, in theory, talent wins out. Always. Brees Hall is amazing, mm-hmm. and he should overcome Michael Carter and take the lion's share of And I work. think Michael Carter, I mean, as good as he is, I think he played over his head, too. I mean, yeah. that was a the best-case scenario for them with him at running back. I don't think he would have repeated it if they wouldn't have got anybody. But the... But, I mean, that, you know, Salah comes from the... The uh, Shanahan, you know, coaching tree, tree. or however yeah, you want yeah. to say it, and they don't want to use a single guy. Like they want to use a variety of guys. They see running backs as interchangeable, whatever. So it does worry you. Like maybe they don't want to give him all the work because that's not traditionally what yeah. those 
you know coaches from that organization have, have done. So that's true. It makes you kind of now personally, I would obviously still take Brees Hall over Walker ten out of ten times. It's not particularly close for me. Yeah, and I have done that when I had the first pick. <clears throat> yeah, but um, but it, but it is worth. I mean, it's it is worth uh, thinking about. Um, the and other. I, I haven't seen any draft yet where Walker has gone ahead of Brees. Me neither. As as much as some of the contrary, you know, commentators mm-hmm. have tried to say like, oh, he's in a better situation, yep. blah blah blah. And I and I think it I I could see it being different for redraft for this year. I mean, sure. that I think that's fine, but I don't for dynasty there's just no way. Um another another one where the the team makes you feel good about it is um is Kenny Pickett because that's a team that Steelers have shown a willingness to actually develop somebody and actually stick with them they've had the same coach forever yep and even if they're not you know even if they're not the best team they're gonna stick it out with somebody and give them time so I think he's gonna have all the opportunity in the world to actually have the time to get good and I mean ideally he would be sitting behind Trubisky for a year and like not have to start right away and just let that let that value just grow but I think any quarterback the Steelers took I would have felt good about basically yeah and I mean Tomlin even said he came out and said that Pickett is going to have a chance to compete with not only Mitch please but Mason Rudolph is I mean you know he says all the right things. Nobody but thinks Mason Rudolph's going to start. They're all going to have a chance to compete, but yeah, it's going to come down to Pickett and and Trubisky. But I mean, in the end, given where the team ended with, um, you know, with Roethlisberger when he came in, you know, he started right away, didn't he? I think he did. I think they want to continue that. You know, so I I think Pickett's going to be the game one starter. You heard it here, and not just because I've got him in a couple leagues. Well, and it's interesting, too, because I, I mean, we can talk about some of our rookie drafts, but Kurt asked me the, the other day, you know, Kurt, he's, he loves asking those philosophical oh, questions yeah. uh, and getting me thinking, and he always asks good ones, and he said, like, in a Superflex, where would you take Pickett right now? Who would you take Pickett at, like, who would you take, who would you take before Pickett, basically, in a mm-hmm. Superflex? And I said, I said, it seems like it would be the two running backs, Although knowing how I feel about running backs, right. I'm not stupid enough to take Pickett at one two. Mm-hmm. But if it came down to all the other top guys were gone and it was Walker or Pickett, I think I'd probably take Pickett in a super flex. Yeah, just because all those receivers are gone. How yeah. I go? But totally. my initial reaction was okay. You got the two running backs and you got the five receivers: mm-hmm. Wilson, Gar- uh, Wilson, Williams, Olave, Burks, Burks. Uh, London. London. Mm-hmm. And I said, so it, I, I guess it seems like 1-8 would be the first time I would, first place I would take him. Well, then I was in a situation where the only two wide receivers of those ones that were left were Olave and Burks. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared by both of those. I'm scared off by both of those for various reasons. And so I took Pickett. And so I, yeah. I guess that's the truth of what I think is that I would actually be 6, yeah. not 8. Um once I, you know, proof is in the pudding. Once I was actually in a draft and that came up, there we go. I, yeah. Everybody saw what I really thought. I mean, once once you put a gun to your head, you really know what you're thinking. True. Yeah. <laughs> and it also depends on your team, too. It does. But, I mean, you can't have too many quarterbacks on a super flex. Very true. 
Um, and the other ones are good dart throws too. I mean, the the thing is, so the thing about Pickett is like he's going to get a chance to be the guy, and they'll stick with him and really truly give him a chance. Yeah, the they, pro- got him, they got him at twenty, so they're going to give him all the chances. The problem with the other ones, not only did they did they not spend the draft capital to, capital to get them, mm-hmm. but the Falcons are going to be bad enough that they could get Stroud or Young next year. So if Ritter doesn't get to play and they're bad, he could get replaced. If he plays, I mean, he would have to be good enough to get them out of the running for those top guys for him mm-hmm. to continue having a chance, and I, I think that's pretty unlikely. And then you've got Coral or Corral, whatever. He's not... I don't know. I mean, he he might get a chance to start, but again, I don't think that team is going to do much with him at quarterback. No. So they'll be in the running for for a high pick. And Malik Willis, I Malik Willis, I don't hate because he's behind a more established guy. So like he'll he'll get to sit because Tannehill is decent enough to start this year. Mm-hmm. So kind of like that. But did you hear what Tanny said about the situation? No. He said it's not my job. To come in and, you know, show him how to do it. That is such a horrible mentality. Yeah. Somebody else, who else said that same line? Was that Rogers that said the same thing about love? Sure. Somebody said the same thing. That is such a horrible mindset. Because, I mean, if you look, you can look at it two ways. There's the way of looking at if Tannehill. My spit spot is on my leg, apparently. It, it happens. It's your leg. It's fine. <laughs> if Tannehill wants. Because it's your leg. Right. Because it's your leg. We get it. If Ta- oh, great movie. I know. If Tannehill was thinking about... What, t- did you kill a cheetah? <laughs> I had Sorry. sex last night <laughs> with a girl. <laughs> Road trip. Um, so if Tana- Release the fury! <laughs> Austin? Austin, Massachusetts? Okay, oh sorry. Go God, ahead. That's such All a right. good movie. All right. Yep. I'm going to watch Green. that soon. Yep. Um... So if Tannehill had a team-first mentality, he would do everything he can to welcome... I mean, he did say he called Malik Willis after the draft and congratulate him. Well, I would hope so. But if, if he had a team-first mentality, he would take him under his wing, show him everything he knows, you know, and groom him to be the next quarterback. But he's got to provide for his family, too. I mean, he's got to look out for himself. So he's going to want to be... Oh yeah, is he living he's, living meal to meal? He's gonna want to be the Had number a hard one. Time. He's gonna want to be the quarterback he's there. A hard time putting food on the for table. as long as possible. Oh, poor Ryan Tannehill. So there's two ways of looking at it. I mean, obviously his kids' colleges are all paid for anyways now, but still, you don't want to be backup Ryan Tannehill. You want to be NFL starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I get that, but like, what kind of a competitor are you? You're gonna whine about a third round quarterback that they took you're gonna whine that he it's not your job to show him the ropes what a jerk speaking of first round versus third round i saw this little tidbit for willis he would have made 30 million if he would have been a top 10 pick he's making 5 million being a third round pick yikes 25 mil he's losing out on there's something we don't know about why he fell so much. Yeah. There's something something we don't know. Something scared off those owners. Yep. I don't get it. Well, we will never know. We're not privy to that information. All right. Uh, 
how about how about you? Any reactions of of landing spots that? I mean, I have I have more I can comment on. You can feed off of them unless you had some you wanted to comment. On. Um, I I wish Garrett Wilson would have went to a different team. I'll be honest. Um, somewhere where he could truly be the number one. It's there. twofold. It's Eli. It's Elijah Moore number yep. one, Corey but, al- but also two. Zach Wilson. I want them to grow together, yeah. but he has not shown to be good yet. Well, I mean, Corey Davis is there too, so that's always yeah. gonna. But still, he's yeah. There. I mean, he's he he is technically yeah. alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously the Titans talk about them as well. They traded away AJ Brown, and then they drafted Traylon Burks to be AJ Brown, pretty much. It's just it's an unre it's an unrealist unrealistic expectation to just think that. I mean, people think Burks is just going to go right into that role and be the number one stud. Well, you whatever. know, Brown was a, the same guy. He was a second round pick when he was drafted, and he came on right away. You know, so what's to say that Burks can't do it? I don't think Burks is the athlete AJ Brown is. Well, we'll find out, won't we? They are weird. They are weirdly similar in a lot of ways. I just I don't buy it. I told you though, Burks. I get a very like Doriel Green Beckham vibe from yeah. him. Just I don't. It doesn't sit right with me. It's true. I have no interest in taking him, and I haven't yet. And uh, the Lions getting Williams, I actually like that. Yeah, I hated it at first, and I thought, actually, he's going to be the alpha, complete alpha yeah. number one. Amon Ross St. Brown is fine. Right. But it's not the same competition as Elijah Moore. For and he came on Wilson. at the end just due to injuries and, and getting fed the ball, too. I mean, right. Call it what it is. Right. I mean, he wasn't a true number one. He, right. He was a. When you're the Lions and you're behind, he and you're took advantage to of the, the situation. He's the only guy. Is what he did, right? And wasn't Hawkinson injured a little bit as well yeah. down the stretch? Yeah. Everybody yeah. was injured there. Yeah. So he's gonna get the chance this year to get healthy first and foremost, and then because you know they're not sticking with the Goff next year, they're gonna get a young quarterback in next year's draft. That would be fun to get a young, exciting guy there. Yeah. So think about Bryce Young throwing to Williams. If I had my druthers, I would like to have Bryce Young in Atlanta throwing to Pitts, and I would like to have C.J. Stroud in Detroit. Okay, what very well could happen. That's that's my picks. It's very possible that those two teams could finish at the bottom. I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. The Falcons for sure. Do you need this? No. Thank you, though. Oh, I'll just go in plain traffic. Yeah. So I, <laughs> and then, you know, because the Vikings traded with the Lions, so the Lions could get that pick for Williams. Yeah, the Lions traded a lot in their own division, am I right? Well, the Vikings did. The Vikings. And from what I heard, that if the Vikings would not have traded the 12th pick. The Lions had a deal in place with Houston to get the 13th pick. So they would have got Williams anyway because there's no way the Vikings would have went wide receiver there. So the Lions were going to get him either way. He was their guy. Nice. Yeah. Um, And I am actually thinking about a two Olave in New Orleans I think is going to work. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, him with uh, with Thomas. You think Thomas is going to actually be back and play? And yeah, yeah, be that, healthy and interested in playing. Yes, and, okay, I do. 
And I think Winston is, is going to whip it around to everybody. I do. I mean, he won't whip it around like Deshaun Watson does. No, but... no one can whip it like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Zero whipping like Deshaun Watson. Um, What about some of the less... The less spicy, less juicy kind of names. Like, how about how about a tight end? Anything there exciting for you at all? This, I mean, the guy going to the Colts is six seven. Jelani. Jelani. Yeah. So that's that's something. I mean, because I don't think that. I mean, who do they have a tight end? Nobody. They got Mo Ali Cox. That's pretty Mo Ali Cox. Yeah. So they basically brought in a Mo Ali Cox clone. Yeah. <laughs> like a big, just giant. Yeah. Um. I mean, I took Trey McBride in multiple places just because he was the first guy, but mm-hmm. he's behind Ertz, so yep. that's going to be a slow burn. So, well, but and then Ertz, I mean, can he stay healthy? True. And he's getting up there in age too. That's, so that's true. I heard somebody talking about the the Broncos guy competing with Albert O. Um, uh, Dulcich. Dulcich. Yeah. Apparently, he's a better prospect coming out than Albert O, and he's a good pass-catching prospect and all this stuff from UCLA. But Albert O I didn't know much about that. Bigger, faster, and stronger, I heard. Bigger, faster, stronger. Nice. Uh, okay, what about what about all the deep running backs? Like, what about, what about this Pierce guy going to Houston? Like, that's the one people seem excited about. They're really excited about him. Because he's going to get the ball a lot. Yeah. Is that the guy from, not Cincinnati, the receiver Pierce is from Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Pierce is from Florida. 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 Yeah. I don't know much about him. But people are very excited. But he doesn't have the most competition. But it's not going to be the best offense either. So how many chances is he really going to get? Until that offense starts picking up, and if you get a if you get a later running back who is a little less, you know, a little more under the radar, they have to be so, they have to come out as a rookie and be so gangbusters yep. that no that they nobody wants to replace them. Mm-hmm. I mean, David Johnson was so good that there nobody yeah. he didn't leave any doubt in anybody's mind. He he was it, you know. Because the chances of because you... next year they're gonna you know next yep. year they'll come in and all right Bijan he's now, let's take him and Be- forget about this guy. The chances of you drafting a running back and thinking you know what I'll stash him on my taxi or I'll stash him on my bench and and hope he hits it's probably not going to happen. He's like you said he's got to come out. Well, he could get and, a he could get a few weeks. I mean, he could get a chance to start for a few weeks because sure. of an injury. Yeah, that's, that's how running backs are. I mean, that's yeah. I've made my fantasy football career on that. Yeah, just have all these young guys sitting there, and then oh, Jeff Wilson gets to start this week. Start him. Yep. Um, but that's I mean that's he's if. the only one I can think of. But I mean, like the, you know. the if is huge. Sure. Like the uh, the phrase I always like to use is saying I use and I I'll have to tone it down for the podcast, but. You poop in one hand and wish in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> you know? It's kind of that thing. Um, <laughs> Touche. Touche, um, Monfrey. Yeah, guys on the guys on the same kind of like Algier, the yeah. algae, 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 algae crumpler. Yeah, algae crumpler. Uh, crumper algae, algier. Yeah. The guy in uh, for the Falcons. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't have much competition, so he could be a guy who starts mm-hmm. this, you know, has a chance this year. Because Cordero, I mean, 
he was lightning in a bottle mm-hmm. for the one year. And then you got Zamir White. Zamir White. And, and, which is interesting because... I like that one. The Raiders did not pick up Josh Jacobs, Jacob Schmidt, fifth-year option. Right. And so maybe one more year, and then Zamir White is the guy. I mean, he was a big... I mean, he was a five-star mm-hmm. recruit. And in uh, the Devi we just did that finished up, I had him. So he's on my bench. I I, I have I have two rookie drafts so far where I have taken Zamir White and immediately somebody goes, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, Kurt was one of them. Yeah. I sniped Kurt on him in one. I can't remember which league that was. But, uh, yeah, Zamir White, people think he's going to sneak through because of where he went. Yeah. Didn't sneak through on me. Uh, and then we got uh, Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Yeah. He's the guy who went where everybody was hoping Brees Hall would go. Yeah. Um, and so in uh, in Buffalo, I mean, there's a lot of time that he's going to get uh, a lot of those pass catches. I mean, nobody really has that much faith in Singletary. I mean, no, not at all. For, except for his mom. So. Zach Moss is pretty much dead. Yeah, he's, he's done. Dead. Um, yeah, so I, I like the landing spot for Cook, too. That'll be good. Definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. Now, uh, one of my draft predictions I had was Sky Moore going. To the, <laughs> I wondered if you were going to mention that. <laughs> was Sky Moore going to the Chiefs at the end of the first round? He eventually made it to the Chiefs, but it wasn't in the first round. So I was still—I'll give myself half credit on that one. Um, but I mean, he's kind of like a little mini Tyreek Hill, and uh, I think he's. I think Mahomes is going to like him, going to like throwing to him. Well, they've also drawn some Antonio Brown comparisons because yeah. he's a small school guy, yep. but he's like pretty polished. Yeah. And so there's some fun, there's some fun potential there. Yeah. And, and what were we saying about the, when the chiefs traded Tyree kill and they got all this draft capital back mm-hmm. for it and how that's an organization that we like trust to be smart about things. Yes. And what did they do? They didn't take the wide receiver replacement mm-hmm. at the end of the first they waited yep. and got the guy that they clearly wanted, and we all wanted him to get. Uh-huh. But they got him. Was it the second round, or was it not till the third round? Second round. Second round. Yeah. And they got him a round later. It's yep. like, yes, that's great. Because who'd they get in the first round? Defense. Yeah. Somebody I don't remember. And I, I gotta think too, is that when you have a Tyreek Hill and you're Mahomes, you almost are forcing the ball to Hill just to keep him happy. They don't have to do that anymore. I know. He they're, not actually... gonna have, they're not going to have divas on there. And Mahomes is going to be able to throw to whoever the whoever, hell he wants to. Open. And I think that offense is going to be better. It's going to be more dangerous. Without yeah, Hill. I agree. It's going to be, and I'm so happy for my Mahomes shares now, mm. that he's going to be able they to spread so it around. Many. Yeah. Mm. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. I was really happy with that pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what, uh, the trip, we mentioned Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. like it's fine for, that's fine for him, especially with the nuke, um, with the nuke, uh, suspension. There you go. Uh, Bateman, Minnesota guy. Mm-hmm. Does it beef him up for you? I think it does. I mean, yeah. he's kind of the only, he's the only wide receiver option. He's now, pretty much. established. Although yeah. Tadog would tell you that that's Devin Duvernay time. Yeah, I'm a uh, big Devin Duvernay guy. Huge Devin Tadog, Duvernay. Tadog, I don't really know where you're. I, it's, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Do you think, is Tadog Devin Duvernay's mom? I do see a resemblance. 
resemblance. I see a resemblance to, yeah. to the nose. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bateman, I mean, if you've got Bateman, you're probably you're probably excited. They didn't yeah. really do much else in the receiving game, which kind of stinks for Lamar, but it's yeah. nice for those targets. But, I mean, it's good for Andrews, too. You know, Andrews, I mean, he already was one of his main targets, but now it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and especially mm-hmm. when you have him in a tight end premium league. Look out. And then how about A.J. Brown? I feel bad. I mean, A.J. Brown and Hertz go back, too. They're friends also. You know, it's a whole friend thing. But Hertz is not a good quarterback. He's not. He's good at some things. Yeah. Just throwing the ball isn't one of them. And, I mean, last year they were a running team. I mean, that's what they did well. No matter who was running it. I mean, Jordan Howard had games for them last year. So now they got to go from a running team to a passing team, and you got to force Hertz to now get the ball to Brown. I feel like Hertz is going to be forcing it too much, and he's going to throw some picks. AJ Brown's going to get mad because he's not getting the ball he, he wants or that he was getting in Tennessee. I, I, I don't like that at all. A better quarterback with the with uh, the weapons of total better with quarterback the, with the weapons of Smith and AJ Brown and uh, Dallas Goddard would be we'd be salivating. Yeah, but it's just not a guy that can. No, that can do it. Not at all. Uh, yeah. So I, a bold prediction: Hertz will not be the quarterback for them in twenty three. I think he's going to play himself out of it. Yeah. Now the Bears. So wait, are you saying Minshew mania before the end of the year? May- you heard it here first. Hold on, Nick Foles is oh, not. God. He got cut by the Bears. Is it possible for a Nick Foles Philly reunion? No. <laughs> <laughs> You just you just don't know. I mean, he did win them a Super Bowl. Let's be honest. Um, Big Nick. I AJ Brown is interesting right now too because I have had the opportunity to acquire him much cheaper than I would have otherwise. Oh, totally. I had the opportunity to pay the one one for AJ Brown, uh-huh. but after talking with Kurt especially, Brees Hall's, I mean, his arrow's going to keep going up. Mm-hmm. He's just going to get better and better. And A.J. Brown isn't appealing right now to people. And the nice thing is with Hall, you're going to be able to flip him easier than Brown, too, in a lot of leagues. But I also have tried to sell Brown just because I had a team. I mean, I'll, t- I'll talk about it because I, I made a big draft day big draft day trade in that 14 teamer where my team was just really terrible yeah but i was one of the pieces i was trying to sell was aj brown who i acquired last off season and then my team was really bad and but i i tried to get a guy had one five one six and one seven and so i tried to sell aj brown for one five and one seven figured i'd give him the middle pick and i would take the other two yeah and he's, oh, no, I'm only willing to give one first-rounder. Okay, well, I'm not selling A.J. Brown for one first-round pick No, that I'm just taking a wide receiver with. If it's two of those young wide receivers, great, but yeah. I'm not doing it for one. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a I, I hope he's okay, but it's a real bummer of a situation. Yeah. But you would still take him over Burks easily, wouldn't you? Who? A.J. Brown. Yeah. I mean, the situation oh. is not like yeah. It's not like the situation's so good for in Tennessee that that you'd prefer one over yeah. the other. Yeah. yeah, there's a one rookie wide receiver we haven't talked about yet, John Dotson. 
going to Washington. Oh, there's a reason that we haven't talked about Yeah, him. because it's the least <laughs> sexy of all the wide receivers. Yeah, and I've heard too many people talking about how much they don't like him, and so it's kind of soured yeah. me. I, I, I know he has good hands, but it just... Yeah. And Carson Wentz, meh. Yeah. Although Sam Howell going there so late, like I know that that's a very late pick, mm-hmm. but I pff, let's get Wentz out of there. Let's let Sam Howell see if he can do yeah. anything. Let Howell cook. Let Howell howl. Am I right? Oh, sir. Let no. Let Sam howl. Let I Sam really, howl. I really butchered. I, it. I I'll take it though. I butchered it. It still works. Let Sam howl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens there, and and then Christian Watson too, and yeah. Green Bay, because he's gonna step right in to be, he's gonna step right in to be hopefully a top target. Although Rodgers traditionally doesn't throw yeah. at rookies at all. I mean, has, even he when has, he has, he has no choice. He has no one else to throw to. Yeah, I I know, but I mean, but Jordy I, Nelson was a rookie. He didn't get yeah, thrown to. I Randall did. Cobb, I did see Jennings. Uh, I wish I would have saved it. They had catch rates for all the rookie. Incoming wide receivers, Watson was the lowest. Really? Yeah, most drops. Ooh, Rodgers is not going to like that. Yeah. But he's got like 4'3", some speed, and he's 6'4". Yeah. Which is juicy. He's a big guy. It's juicy. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, thinking of where all the they went, um, for the most part, they all do make sense, and I'm excited for where they are, and I'm excited to draft them in upcoming drafts, too. What it really comes down to is that I get rookie fever hard, and I'm excited about Horde. so many guys. Horde. And it doesn't matter if it's a weak draft class. I'm excited. I want seconds. I want thirds. I want fourths. I still have guys. Yeah. Oh, what? Charlie Kohler goes to the Ravens. He's behind Andrews, has a chance to be the backup. In. I want Charlie Kohler. Give me those fourth yeah. round picks. Let's go. Let's and go. Let's what's go. nice, too, is if you have, say, the 1-7, right? And you're really set on getting Olave, he could fall to you at 1 7. Yeah, these drafts could it's, go. If you're at, I, I've seen it happen too, is like somebody has the 1 2 or 1 3, they trade out of that, go down to 1 6, 1 7, and they still get the guy they want. And then they get a bonus pick. The only thing that's for sure in, the, in these rookie drafts is that Brees Hall's going 1. Yep. Unless somebody thinks that Jason Jameson Williams needs to go one one over everybody else, and there's your teaser. We're gonna take a break. Come back, talk about some of our drafts. I like it. Yes, we'll, we'll be, be back. back in two and two, baby. Shake it! Wow. Yeah. Got a shimmy out of you. Well, you know it is Cinco de Mayo today, and then. <laughs> yeah, tightest events. <laughs> no, the dancing. Oh, it uh, fits. It fits it, the music. Yeah. Good job. A little Spanish necessary. Single smile today. Oh, okay. That makes sense. For my my lady's heritage. Hey! 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 Is this Pitbull? You would think so, but no. It's Don Omar. Oh, that was my next guess. Sure. I know they say Kulo, 
And that's Spanish for butt. So they're talking about butts. Uh, this was in one of the Fast and the Furious movies, and I heard it. I was like, I'm going to listen to that song okay, every day. Yeah, I thought that sounded familiar. Yeah, it's one of the closing credits, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so funny enough, we're just talking about Debbie Demigods. So my team is named the the tightest of ends. Yep. And it's a three-point tight end premium. So tight ends get three points per reception. So Dave was just saying that, oh, I forgot that it was tight end premium. Yeah, you forgot. Okay. Yeah, there was a there was a run on uh, and he didn't understand Debbie what was tight happening. ends. He didn't understand what was happening. But then, so. I, but then I looked at my squad, and I've got some tight ends, so yeah. I want to diversify more. Yeah, you're okay. I'm so, good. but uh, but anyway, so I was go- I was happy with my draft. I got Trey McBride and a couple of uh, freshmen, and I wanted to post a GIF showing my appreciation of tight ends. And so I googled tight ends, and it was like, okay, here's Travis Kelsey. Okay, here's Greg Olson. Like. Those things didn't really get the point across. No. So it's like, I want something that's going to demonstrate tight ends. So I searched tight butt. Which is what you should do in that situation. And what popped up was a lot of dudes twerking in... Tighty whities Tighties. Tighty whities Yeah. Uh, which I didn't expect. Didn't expect it. But you appreciated it. Should have expected it. Didn't expect it. <laughs> didn't expect it. So, um... All right, let's turn this down. So let's talk about some drafts. I feel like we may yeah. as well start with Debbie Demigods because that's kind of where, sure, kind of where we were starting here. So and we can't not talk about League of Assorted Gentlemen. So let's do Debbie Demigods first. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, it's just going over. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, Debbie Demigods. Uh, it's funny about this league. This is the one where. Um, Oh, okay. There we go. Oh. Close one. Uh, this is the one where I think it was Swill, wasn't it? Was talking about like how he wanted to do a Devi League, yeah. and he was mentioning it in our super fan chat. And cousin Eddie was like, "I got this." And before you knew it, he had set up an entire league, had a written constitution, had a logo for the team for the league, and all of a sudden we were drafting a Demi, uh, yeah. a Demi, Devi, Devi, uh, Devi League, which was. And which was I won this league last year. Did you now? Sure did. Well, congratulations. And I'm checking the league history. Swill finished 13-1. and one. And I think, yeah, good for him. I think yeah. it was his first Debbie attempt, yeah. if I remember correctly. I think he's loving it, too. I think so, too. Yeah. I think he just loves us. You had the all-time high score as well. In uh, week 13, you scored 281 points. Yeah, my team's so, pretty good. Congratulations. My team's, uh, my team's pretty good. And the all-time highest scorer, Jamar Chase, had 66 points in Week 17. Andrews, for me, had 63 in Week 5. Kittle, for you, had 60 in Week 14. Uh, true. <laughs> yeah, I beat Swill in the championship. Are you trying to get in? Try and get into the by, results here by nine points. Because I got a lot Just of nine. I got a lot of drafts I want to talk about results for. So yeah, let's do it. All right, so this was um, so obviously this is going to be any available players, and then uh, and then college freshmen. So there were players that were like Jamison Williams was not on a Debbie somehow, which seems surprising. Yeah. Um, let's see who who else was not on a, was not on 
of rookies like Sky Moore, Kenny Pickett. Those guys are available. Um, so Jay McBride, James Cook, yeah, yeah. So should we just talk about our own picks? Malik Willis as well. Yeah, we can talk about our picks. I can't remember when your first one was. I think I may have been first. Yeah, I didn't pick till third round. Okay, so my first pick was 1-8, and that was where I took Trey McBride, best tight end in this draft. Um, figured that was worth going for. If, if, I, if I wasn't a, a team that currently could compete, I probably would have gone a better, uh, a better freshman instead, one of the freshman running backs maybe, but since I'm competing, I was like, yeah. I'm going to take the best tight sure. end based on these settings. Um, and then I took and I got two three. I had said I wanted to trade up, and one of beer bad was like, "Oh, I'll tr- I'll let you trade in this pick." And and it was a swap in the second round, and then I think we swapped later on fourth and fifth, something like that, maybe. Sure. For me to trade up. Do you want me to find it exactly, or do you? No, I don't. Okay. That's not necessary. But I but I took uh, Luther Burden, who is the top uh, wide receiver recruit for the year for Missouri. And you got a, a sad face because somebody wanted him. Somebody wanted him, and yeah. I and I asked one of Beerbad to give me his opinion on um, who I traded up for, and he said if I had picked, that's who I would have taken. So that made me feel. And good. that's always the best validation too. I know is when you get someone who gets that emoji in there, like the sad face, or or the diploma hat, or somebody saying, "Oh, Di- I w- diploma hat, graduation cap." Not yeah. diploma. Hat. I knew what you were saying. What's a diploma hat? That means diploma is the piece of paper. That means it was something smart. It was yeah, wicked smart. It was smart. wicked smart. So it's either that emoji or somebody just flat out saying, "Oh, I was hoping it would fall to me." Right. That's the best validation, right? There. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. So I yeah. took him, and I felt very good about that. Um, I I don't rem- I I have the chat open instead of the pick, so I don't know when That's your fine. next pick is. Uh, my pick was at three thirteen. Okay, then I'm still first. I'm yep. still next. Or three twelve. So, I mean. so at two eight, I went Drew Alar, uh, quarterback for PSU. Um, he is a very highly recruited quarterback, yep. even though he's at Penn State. So I'll I'll let that slide. Nittany Lion. Y- yes, that that is them. That's what they call him? Where did you Where did you say you pick three? What three twelve? Okay, well then I'm still next. At three eight, I took Connor Wiegman, uh, quarterback for Texas A and M. Another, you know, another at top recruit. Three nine, the next pick uh, was Sammy Watkins. Are you upset you did not get Sammy what Watkins? What was that guy thinking? You're gonna take Sammy Watkins in the middle of all these five star recruits that could be the next big thing. I'm not sure this sense. guy's really keen on winning. <laughs> And his his other let's see. I mean, he's got Sutton, Jacoby Myers, Gallup, AJ Brown, Renfro, Lazard, MVS, Slayton, Shepard, Aguilar, Duvernay. God, that's a disgusting team. Gross. Yeah, that guy should be ashamed. He's got about twenty. Holy sh! He's got Cook, Hilliard. Salvin Ahmad, Sony Michelle, Pierre Strong, Josh Jacobs, Rashad Penny, McKissick, Zeke Elliott, Taylor, Harris, Kishan Vaughn, Fournette, Haskins, Trey Sermon, Roundtree, Master Teague, Gibson, Madison, and Singletary as his running backs. Yeah, that guy's Why do you have so many running backs? That guy's never going to win. His quarterbacks are Jones, Winston, Carr, and Wentz. Okay, that guy's terrible. I don't want to talk about him anymore. Oof. All right, who'd you take? So... At 312, I went Taquan Thornton for the Patriots. Okay. 
Um, See, that's a rookie pick that makes sense because yeah. that's he's fast and exciting, and yep. you know, sure, not Sammy Watkins. Yeah, and I mean, he he fits in well with my uh, kind of young team, so I was happy to have him. Uh, Kurt, right around when I took Connor Weidman uh, was when Kurt texted me and told me that I'm predictable and he doesn't like it because I I take he knows who I'm going to take and he hates it and he. And I'm like, you could have had either LR or Wiegman, but you took Klubnik for Clemson. So, yeah. like, you made your choice. He goes, I know. I just am mad because if you weren't in this draft, I may have been able to get all of them. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, all these young kids are kind of the same. You know, they're all crap shoots, roll a dice. You just pick as many young kids as you can in hopes that they're going to hit when they're drafted. And mm-hmm. when you look at how low the recruiting numbers were for guys like Josh Allen, who's now mm-hmm. arguably the best dynasty quarterback asset, second best. Yep. And he was a one-star recruit, two-star recruit, something ridiculous. And then you also look at all the players that weren't on a roster right. that were drafted. You know, Jamison Williams, Sky Moore, Pickett. People always Cook. come out of nowhere. Willis, I mean, yeah, they, they come out of nowhere. So you, okay, just, you the just other don't know. The other thing that's really hard about these leagues, and this is why I'm, I am mad at myself because I don't do enough research, is there are non-freshman Devies who are not, who are available, but you have to scour the spreadsheet. Like you have to compare a list with the spreadsheet yeah. and figure out who's there. And it's a real pain. It's a lot of work. So, admittedly, most of the time, the majority of the time, I just, I want to go with the best freshmen because I know they're available yeah. because they couldn't have been drafted yet. I'm too lazy to check. This other one I was in is much more shallow on the Devies, and so I actually went to check and I got Ja'Cory Brooks in like the oh, third round nice. of this year's Debbie draft. Wow. Which is ridiculous, right? But, but like... It's, it takes forever to go through and yeah. dig through. And I just don't have time to do that. If it was middle of summer, sure, I could sit all day and just research it. But yeah. it is not the middle of summer. Correct. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I had a pick at 5-5. Five, five. Well, I was at 4-12. Okay, you slow, go then. Slow your roll. All right. Uh, so at 4-12, I went the same route. Uh, I went with Nick Evers out of Oklahoma quarterback, who highly rated and uh, on a, a good team, so I figure, why not? I'll roll the dice. Cool. I know nothing about him, uh, but he was projected to be like a second round pick. So yeah, I'm not? just going on numbers and what these yeah twenty four analysts who twenty four seven sports. Yeah. I love you. you do I all love the work you too. Me. They do all the work for me. Yep. Uh, at five five, can I tell mine there? Or did you have something first? Yeah. No, you're good. Okay, five five. I went Oscar Delp, tight end for Georgia. Uh, he was the top. Um, arguably the top tight end recruit this year. And you were right in the middle of a tight end run. Yeah, um, which I found surprising that Delp, who is at the top of that 24-7 list, didn't... So, and, But again, people are not using the same list that we use. I, well, if they're not using 24-7, they're real dumb. So two picks ahead of you was Sam Laporta, tight end out of Iowa. That was a miss. See, okay, if I had been checking... If I had actually gone to look, I would have got. I would have taken Sam Laporta a, ra- a full round ago. Yeah, I would have considered him over Wiegman, but I didn't take the time to look. Yep, because I'm at school and I'm trying uh-huh. to pick. And 
Oh yeah, I was and, mad at myself for that. Then, that was I. Oh, I wish you hadn't brought that up because that made me mad. Okay, well, is Ben Urasek going to do anything for you too out of Stanford? No, don't. Know okay, who is. and then uh, Jaheim Bell, tight end out of South Carolina, and then you took Delp. Um, and then that. Well, then uh, you had a pick at five eight as well, so I won't steal your touchdown call. Yep, Eli Raritan, tight end for Notre Dame. So I looked at Delp, and so this is another thing with programs. And this could be completely in my head. This might not be accurate. I haven't been doing Devi long enough to know how much this is true. But what I'm thinking to myself is... Self. Self. Yep. Georgia has produced good tight ends. Brock Bowers looks amazing right now. And he's a super stud, and now this high recruit comes in behind him learning how to do things from the guy who's been there a year yep. already. And then same thing at 5'8 at, at, uh, with Raritan from, from Notre Dame. You know, they got Michael Meyer right. there, who's a super stud. But let's just say, too, Georgia, I mean, they just spit out... Talent everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, of course. It is. They are a pro factory, yeah, no absolutely. matter the position. It's amazing. Absolutely. And so I, I just think... And the other thing is, you know, it's not. this is not campus to can. You're not getting points for their college mm-hmm. production. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, with in Debbie, like, give me all the Ohio State wide receivers. They might not all produce at Ohio State, but they will be NFL talent. And so I, you know, I don't care that they have guys behind them. I don't care if they don't put up any points right now. I'm yeah. looking long term for this. <laughs> so those are my last term. Those are my last two uh, picks for those yeah. two titles. And then the next pick was. I loved your last pick. The next pick was Keyshawn Vaughn at 5'9". See, then, I, just, I can't imagine taking I, – I took Trey McBride, and then there was no chance I was taking another no. another NFL player. That No chance. Yeah. No I mean, chance. In these formats, your first two rounds, if there's a rookie left, you take him. That's, and after that, that makes sense. And after that, you go college. College. Yeah. All college. Um, so then there was another run. Um, Cameron Latu out of Alabama. And then Jack Betch out of LSU. Yep. Swill got him. Um, so then I, you know, I knew I had the last pick. I had Mr. Irrelevant. And I was looking through my squad of what I had for Devies, and I had a lot of quarterback, running back, tight end. I wanted to get a wide receiver. And so 24 7, I went to him and I said, Hey, 24 7. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys, what you got for me? Help me out. What Help do you me got? out, guys. What do you got? Help me out. And I, I had a pick of a lot of different wide receivers. Um, but this guy comped. His comp was Jalen Waddle, second round. Uh, Aaron Anderson out of Alabama. Little 5'9 guy. He's, he's plucky. <laughs> he's plucky. He's plucky. Okay. So I went Aaron Anderson out of uh, Alabama as my last pick of the draft. And I was happy. Nice. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, I had zero preparation for this. I was at work the whole time. And, uh, you know, luckily I can just pull up the old interwebs and and pick players at will. So it was nice. It was nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we talk about... Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The League of Shit. The League of Shit. The League of Extraordinary Losers always whine about the draft. Winners go home and... Draft nail, good players. Nail the prom queen. 
Um, you so, merely adopted the dock, <laughs> but I was born in it. Molded by it. <laughs> oh, you're Sean Connery and Banner. That would be very painful for you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so, this was the league. Where... I can't believe I forgot how this le- the year ended last year. Barry Crimson's superstar squad. Yep. I meet them in the semifinals. I beat him, and that was my Super Bowl. I didn't have enough left to overtake Kurt in the championship. Yep. Uh, it's this is only a ten teamer. Yep. But this is this is basically super fans and Barry and Barry's two brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great because one of your bad's team name is Barry's annual donation. <laughs> That's how good Barry's team is. Yeah, I like that. And then uh, my line here is, uh, you know, I had seven first-round picks. Oh, that was, yes. This is the league. That was this one. I made a lot of deals. You don't say. I, You know, I, was, I would have been happy with five, but then I just kept going and people kept trading with me. And I had enough capital to keep <clears throat> acquiring picks. And uh, I picked a lot of picks. You picked a lot of picks, And huh? the, the line I like to use is through cunning and guile. I made a lot of picks. Um, Did you say guile? Guile. Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Um, that was uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Did he play guile? He did. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't remember if I ever saw Street Fighter, actually, in oh. the movie. Raul Julia. As M. Bison. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> such a good movie. Um, so I had picks 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 10. And then I had 2, 1 as well. And then 2, 6. And we should mention this is... And we should mention this is IDP. Full IDP. Like, full IDP. Yeah. Full on It's full IDP. on IDP. I mean, these are full... Ro- I mean, it's... We have... Like sixty some total players start like twenty. It's it's in depth. There's yep. a lot that goes on with it. Um. So picks one and two. Well, obviously it went Brees Hall. I mean that's a no brainer. And then it was between Burks and London who I wanted at two. Why? Because I I like Burks' potential. Ugh. I really do. Uh, so I went and burst. I would love to be in every draft with you then. And then I figured I would get London in other uh, drafts anyways. Like I got him in the league we drafted today. Sure. So, and I went Burks. Um, Were you thinking London would be the other next guy to mm-hmm. go? The one guy you'd miss yeah, out on? Yeah. Okay. So I was okay with that. So I went Burks at two. Uh, London went three. Uh, and then I got Wilson at four. Kenneth Walker at five. Olave six, Jamison Williams at seven. And the skipper, too. Yep, so I went uh, my four in a row again. Wilson, Walker, Olave, Williams. I feel like this this has to be next pick, Malik Willis goes. This has to be the only league you're going to see where Kenny Pickett is in the first quarterback. Yeah. I don't understand. That's somebody who's been a Malik Willis fan and just didn't want to risk it. Sure. I I don't personally don't get that, but hey, more power to you, bruh. One part to you, bro. All right, so my pick was two or one nine. Yep. Uh, and the five wide receivers were gone. The two running backs were gone. Mm-hmm. 
and I was not this may have been the first one I wasn't feeling quarterback I wasn't feeling sure. picket yet I just figured I wanted to get my best my favorite uh, defensive lineman so I went Aiden Hutchinson at okay. uh, 1-9 and I I didn't want to say this in the league I didn't want to toot your horn but you did snipe me here did I I was hoping for, and I actually had it written out that my picks in uh, my 10, 1, 10, and 2, 1, I was going to go Hutchinson and Pickett. Well, and you, you snipe my ace. Well, what you ended up doing at 2, 10, I think ended up pretty fine for you. Yeah. So go ahead and share the rest All of your right. second so round. So then at 1, 10, I went with the next best uh, defensive player I could think of in Devin Lloyd, linebacker. I was... Very. Where, who'd he go to again? Yeah, he went to the Jags. Jaguars, yeah. And he's going to go right in as their starter. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then I went Pickett at 2-1 to help with my wide receiver, or my, my, my quarterback room, because I've got Ryan and Carr and Wentz, so mm-hmm. I needed some youth there. And so I got Pickett, so I was happy with that. Uh, and then uh, that started a little mini quarterback run with Corral and Ritter going 2-2-2-3. Two, 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 uh, Thibodeau went to four. Swill took Hamilton at two five, and then at uh, two six, I figured that uh, he probably wouldn't last uh, any further. So I went with Nakobe Dean at two six. I'm okay with him sitting out a little bit uh, because I think his potential is is going to be huge. I think he's going to be awesome once he heals up. Um, and he fell too. I mean, he was drafted what third round? Yeah, by the Eagles. He so. may have been the. He didn't make it to day three, did he? He may have been beginning of the fourth round. Third round was the third. Yeah, eighty okay. third overall. All right. Yeah. Um, so then Tadog went Sky Moore at two seven. Barry uh, Curry, I'm sorry, took Jahan Dotson, and then you're up at two nine. Yeah, I went Quay Walker. I Georgia Bulldog. I wanted. I knew I wanted a linebacker, so I was looking for the next best available linebacker. And he's going to the Packers. Mm-hmm. He'll be active right away, and he's a talented guy. And yep. I knew I wanted linebacker. The scoring here is very conducive to yeah, I linebackers. Gonna, I was going to so say in this league, linebackers. I need to beef that up. Linebackers are king in in defense. Yep, and I needed to beef that up. And I already had Aiden Hutchinson, so I got a young stud at defensive line. Mm-hmm. I got a young stud at linebacker. For sure. Um, and on to you. Yep, and then we probably I, don't need to do every pick moving forward. We could probably no. just do yeah. Ours. I just want to do the first yeah. two yeah. two rounds. That's fair. Uh, and then I was at two ten and three one. I had back to back picks again, um, so I went Trevon Walker, the number one pick overall. He is going to get a lot of play there in Jacksonville, and he's going to want to prove why he was a number one pick. So, more power to him. I was just hoping to bad, see you made it. One. That was a bad one. And then at 3-1, uh, I wanted to keep going with my uh, wide receivers because I love me some wide receivers. Yeah, you do. And uh, I looked at everybody who was still available, and I decided to go with Pickens to pair him with Pickett. Little Pickens-Pickett stack. Yeah, he's got a lot of upside. He does. If he can stay healthy. And he doesn't have much too. too much competition in Pittsburgh now with, sure. with Juju gone. So sure. I figured it was a good uh, good idea. Sure. 
And, and then I pick again at 3-6. Um, I went with Isaiah Spiller. I love that third-round pick. That's that's hot. Yeah, uh, I was very happy. Uh, we didn't really talk about him at all in the beginning, but um, it's a really good landing spot he has with the Chadges uh, because it's Eckler and then nobody else. And, you know, I've got good ties with the Chargers, and they want to preserve Eckler. They don't want to use him as much. So they're going to use Spiller a lot as well. Yeah, that's what they told you, huh? That's what they told me. Okay. Got a good vibe with them. Sure. Yeah. All right, keep it going. Uh, Unless I'm next. You, nope, I'm up next at 4-1. Because I didn't have a third-round pick. You did not. You traded away. <laughs> that's usually where they go. To, to dog. Uh, so at 4-1, I went a little Sauce Gardner to help with my D-backs. He uh, went to the Jets. And in the draft, he had uh, bejeweled, bedazzled, chain, hot sauce bottle that actually had hot sauce in it, which is amazing. Wait, it really had hot it sauce really in it? It really had hot sauce oh in it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So I took him at uh, 4-1 to help with my defensive backfield. And then you didn't have anything else that round? No. God, pathetic. I did not. What was I thinking? All right, at 4-9, I took Zamir White. This was this was when Kurt was uh, bummed because I sniped him good. Yeah. Um, but 4-9 for Zamir White, who yeah. could end up being a good running back coming out of this class in a year. I, I'll take that all not, day. Not too shabby. Back to you, 5-1. Yep, at 5-1, I want to go defensive line. I actually went back and forth between Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, and uh, George... Karloftis, uh, he's a D end. Yeah, you gotta go defensive end. Yeah, in this format we have, it's defensive end is king. Yeah, Yeah, so I went defensive end instead of defensive tackle. So in KC, he's gonna get a chance to start, and um, I just like the last name. (laughs) Karloftis. It's a good name. And then I pick again at 5'8". And I went Kyron Williams with the Rams. Uh, Because really, I mean, who else do they have? Acres and Henderson, but he's. I mean, Williams only has the chance to be a pass catcher, so yeah. we'll see. So why not? I took a I took a flyer right after that. A five nine. I took Tyquan Thornton for New England. Uh-huh. Speedy guy, uh-huh. upside. Went went with that. Back uh-huh. to you at six one. Six one. I kept going with my theme of wide receivers. I went Jalen Tolbert for Dallas, who's got a good chance of being their third uh, third option. Yeah. So why not? He could be the second because Gallup's terrible. Could be, but Gallup always puts up those big games yeah, for some yeah, reason. Yeah. I want that to be Tolbert now. All right, and then it got to me at 6-9. I was looking through the linebacker uh, linebacker lists and trying to see if there was anybody or linebacker um, drafted players. I tend to just... I tend to just go through the rounds. Like I write out the first three rounds of all the defensive players taken, so yeah. I can just scan them because I do the same. I want the draft capital. Yeah. And so I went with uh, linebacker for Miami, Channing Tindall. Tindall, Tindall, Tinda, Tindall, Tinda, Tindall, Tindall. Sure. Uh, I felt good about that. Kurt mentioned that that was the next guy on his list as well. So mm-hmm. again, I felt good. If I'm sniping Kurt, I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. He hates being in drafts or he's right at picking right after me, though. <laughs> All right, back to you at 7-1. Yep. So uh, I don't know anything about this guy. I was thinking about uh, tight end, and uh, I I knew about Dulcich, right? 
Yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of smoke. And a loogie. I don't want to hawk a loogie on no. the pod. That's not yeah, good. That, that doesn't be, sound good. That would be uncouth. Um, and the more I read about Dulcich, the more I thought that Albert O just still has him. Right, he's got the upper hand. He's bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, bigger, faster, stronger, better looking, also. <laughs> um, but I did want to still get a tight end, so I was looking through uh, who else there was, and I looked at the Giants with Daniel Bellinger. They picked him one twelve, like fourth round, fifth round, somewhere in there. Guys, six five. Um, great hands for contested balls. Needs a little bit, bur- little work on run blocking, but they have Ricky Seals Jones and Jordan Akins. So they're both just a guy. Jake. So, I mean, he's definitely got a shot to do something there. Sure. Yeah. So why not? I'll take a shot. Uh, seven, nine. I took Romeo dubs for, uh, Green Bay. Heard a couple good things about him, and they need some receivers, so he mm-hmm. could have a chance to pan out. Yeah, he was uh, with Nevada last year. 80 receptions, 1,011 or 1,109 yards, 11 touchdowns, all-conference selection. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Not a bad pick. Last round. Um, so then I, you know, we're scraping the bottle of the barrel here. I don't know about that. The guy I got I'm very excited about. Are you? Well, the running backs in this round, Tyler Beatty and Pierre Strong went in this round. Well, you know, I have enough. Anyways. I'm not saying they're great. I'm saying there's still people I would want. So the guy I was hoping would fall would be Khalil Shakir. Um, I've actually been following him at Boise State. Uh, I've heard a few interviews from him. He's a good kid. And I was really hoping he would fall to me at 8-1. But it didn't happen. Um, so instead I took Jaquan Brisker. He was a second round DB picked for the bears. Um, so I figured he'd just be a, a taxi stash for me just to fill up my taxi squad. Okay. So I took him. And with my last pick at eight, nine, second to last pick of the draft, I went with Tampa Bay tight end Cade Otten. Not a bad pick. Uh, because I don't know if you heard, but they lost OJ Howard and Rob Gronkowski is very old and injured. And he's non-committal too. He's not saying if he's going to come back or not. So and I they got to they got to figure their stuff out. So I think this guy's potential to do something. So sure. So that was the league. Yeah, extraordinary. So all in all, in this in this league, I had seven first-round picks and I had eighteen total picks. It was ridiculous. Everybody kept trading with me, so I figured, why not? Yeah, yeah. sure. And then I don't know. How, I was looking at my team. I traded away my 2023 first to somebody. I don't have my 2023 first. Well, you can go to transactions and see what happened. Yeah, so I kind of don't want to see because I'd be upset. So I think um, we're running low on time here. Yeah. So I think now I think we should just do some some high points of things that may have happened. So I've got a couple. Um, so 14-team league where I'm in a rebuild, right? Uh-huh. Um, and my team is really bad. 
I was, uh, this is the one where I was trying to shop AJ Brown and get those two firsts, whatever. So then I was talking to this guy about Deshaun Watson. Oh. The guy who had those three firsts in a row. Yeah. And I said, you know, I, I made him an offer. And I think the offer I sent him was, I want all three of those firsts and something else. I don't remember what I was asking for. And I want your punt returner. And he, yeah. You pancake eating. <laughs> I want David damn Putney because I feel like it. It's a new world than it was 30 <laughs> seconds ago. So I was talking to him about Deshaun Watson and he said, I can do one five and one six and two eight. That's the best I can do. Okay. I accepted. Yeah. So I traded away Deshaun Watson, who was that left to be my only quarterback being Mike Lennon. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. In a 14 team super flex. But my team is so bad. And so my draft after making that trade ended up like this. I took Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams at one five and one six. Okay. And I knew those two when I made the trade, I knew those guys were available. Oh, we have Corona it, to talk about too. Uh sure. Well, I don't have any interest in talking about Corona. You can talk about Corona. I, I'll talk about I'm Corona. getting to. I get to pick right now. I could do it live on the air, but but in this one, so Ooh, was, can we? Two running backs, Pickett and London went. So when I made that trade, I knew Wilson and Williams were the ones I was getting yeah. for that pick. Nice. So then I had two, three already, and I took Desmond Ritter because I would have taken Willis just as a higher upside guy, but um, Pickett and Willis were both gone. And then I took Zamir White because I mean, of the honestly, upside there. Not to interrupt you. That's but, okay. I mean, Ritter does have a chance to to make some noise even as a rookie too. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just don't think he'll hold that job. I think he'll get replaced next year. But for the time being, I mean, he's got to beat out Mariota. I mean, well, the second he does something good, I'm going to sell him to a competitor who do wants. It. You know, yeah, it's your team. Do what you want. Uh, so I already had two, three, and then I had two, eight, and I took Zamir White. And then, oh no, two eight. That was the one I got in the trade. Two eight. So I, so the trade was Amir White and the two wide receivers. Okay. I had two fourteen. I took Jelani Woods, and then I all the rest of the picks I had were mine. I went third round Tyquan Thornton, fourth round Jeremy Ruckert, and fifth round Bertain Brown. That's the second running back taken by the by Las Vegas. Okay. And so from the what Raiders. I the Raiders. So from what I have heard I heard it one place and it was enough to take him because this this is a 14 team league with 5 rounds and so it was oh, really scraping the deep, bottom yeah. of the barrel. Um but from what I hear it could end up being this guy in Zamir White a couple years from now like because it. those other guys aren't aren't long for the sure. world. So figured I'd go for it. But yeah, so I traded um so trade away uh, Watson got something got something I really liked for it. So now this team in a fourteen team superflex is Glennon, Ritter, White, and Ingram. But then at wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, Rondell Moore, Hardman, okay. Goddard at tight end. So I like that little core. I'll take that all day. Sure, and. I did not have my first this year, which would have been 1-1, because I had traded that projected 1-1 to, as part of getting C.D. Lamb. Okay. And then I ended up being over. And I was over, and that included 
against the median every week. Oof. So I was 0 for 26 or whatever. Yuck. And so I got the first pick by a mile. By a mile. And Barterman, that jerk, just loved laughing all the way to the bank. But that's fine. I got CeeDee Lamb. Um, but I own my 2023 first. Good. So I should be able to... I you'll should be, be able to get that. You'll be fine. I should be able to. Yeah, I should yeah. be. I should be fine. Um, and then the let's see. I had another one I wanted to mention. Uh, the the draft. The the. Uh, oh my gosh. Use your words. It's okay. Words are hard. Was it this one? It wasn't this one. Which one was it? Which one was it? Where I made this trade? Oh, uh, this was one of this was the. Uh, oh my gosh, the orphan that I took over, the to dog was running. Okay, I made this deal. I won. I had already taken Brees Hall because nobody would trade up for him in a team in a league where I'm really bad. <clears throat> I traded Brees Hall, Donovan Peoples Jones, and three one. For CD Lamb, two eleven that became Ritter and four seven. So ultimately, the that was turning Brees Hall into CD Lamb. I felt very good about that. Yeah, of course. Um, and then the other, uh, oh, it's actually the same one. In the same one, I had a moment. Oh, and part of that, part of that uh, trade, I acquired a late second, and that gave me two late seconds in a row. Mm-hmm. I took Pickett at 2-1 because this is a league where it's currently one quarterback, but after one more season, it becomes super okay. flex. Nobody's valuing quarterbacks yet. This guy is. Well, of course you should. So I took Pickett at 2-1, and then I've got, I'm looking at my other picks, and I think I took McBride. I'm like, okay, like I'm not going to complain about that. I think. I might be remembering that wrong. Mm. But then I had 2-11 and 2-10 and 2-11. And I double tap quarterback. I took Willis and Ritter to go with Pickett. And the guy right after that is like, he was, he sent me a mad emoji and he's like, double tapping quarterbacks. You got to run on them. All right. So you're going to trade me uh, Trevor Lawrence or uh, Zach Wilson? No. Not a chance. No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, you know, they're not, a lot of these guys might not pan out. I mean, they're really lottery tickets. I said, yeah, they're only going to gain value. And I ain't winning right now. So I'm not just giving somebody to anybody. Mm. Absolutely not. Don't do it. It's like the guy in Debbie Demigods who's trying to get tight ends for people. Yeah. And he's like, well, you've got a lot of tight ends. Yeah. I valued taking tight ends. I'm not going to give you one just because you feel bad that you didn't value tight ends and I did. No. And then he tries to say, well, I mean, your flex is going to be better with wide receivers. Um because you know two points for a wide receiver reception at a hundred some receptions compared to 80 receptions for a tight end at three points i mean you're gonna be better off starting wide receivers and i'm like i i am starting wide receivers in my flex my team is good i've got all these young tight ends on my bench just waiting in the wings till maybe they're good i'm starting kittle and pitts and goddard and then the rest of them are wide receivers don't tell me how to run my team bro you're okay uh, do you want to talk about Corona quick? <clears throat> well, I, can ma- I can make my pick right here on the air. Because yeah. so I, I don't know where all my picks went. Somebody stole them all. 
I don't have any. Yeah, you traded them away. You, I, got I you. don't remember. Why is my team not better if I traded away all my picks, Dave? So when I came into this league, I already had your first, so you had traded it to whoever I took the team from. Ugh, you should have given it back to me. What kind of a if, friend are you? If I remember correctly. What kind of a friend are you? Well, I'm doing a podcast with you. <laughs> so I went into this with uh, one, two, and one, eight. Um, and my team is not good, obviously, with the one two. I inherited this team. Um, so Brees Hall obviously went first, and this guy, Danny Redders, whatever his name is, starts a draft by trying to trade out of it. And I'm like, just pick. And then he sent me an offer trying to get my pick. I'm like, just pick. And he said, oh, you're kind of aggressive. Maybe I'll wait a little bit because you're so aggressive. And I said, that's fine. My Sam Howell pick can wait at two. <laughs> so he goes Brees Hall at one, obviously. And then this is where I got my Drake London chair. Okay. I took London at two and Burks went three. So there you go. I'm justified. I'm vindicated. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then I went and I was banking on... You know, these guys go... I wasn't banking on Watson going at 1-7. That was a surprise. Um, so it went Burks, Walker, Wilson, Olave, Watson. And then I was hoping that Pickett would fall to me at 1-8. And he did. Um, because my quarterbacks were Glennon, Sidham, Wilson, and Lance. So I really needed some quarterback help. So I kind of was really hoping that he would fall to me. Mm -hmm. And he did. So thank you for trading that to whoever I took the yeah, team yeah, over. Yeah. And then Jamison Williams went next at 1-9. Uh, uh, and then I go to fast forward to my 2-1, uh, and I got James Cook. So I was happy with that. Yeah. And then we don't have any picks... Still no picks. And then you get to pick finally. I just picked at 3-8. At 3-8. Just Congratulations. And who did you pick? Jelani Woods. You did. You already knew that's who I was going to pick. Yeah. It's a start two tight end league. I don't think it has tight end premium. It's just start two tight end. I can tell I don't you. remember. It doesn't really matter. I would have picked him either way. So. One point bonus for tight end. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every reception to Jelani Woods is two points right away. Uh, perfect. Uh, so yeah, so I took that, and I've got... I st I have to wait a full round till I get to pick it. Oh my end. god, that sucks. Yep, bummer. Um, You know, it's hard, though. I I took him because basically these these running backs... I mean, Pierre Strong could be the pass-catching guy long-term for the, for the New England. Haskins is kind of a bruiser. I mean, something happens to Henry, he could be good. Yep. Keontae Ingram, he's got a chance to be the second guy in Arizona. Yep. Beatty in Baltimore, those guys aren't healthy and they want to run the ball. Chandler from Minnesota, I hear, is kind of a fun, gadgety kind of a guy. I mean, there's some very interesting running yeah, backs he's there. North Carolina. But I would rather take the uh, I would rather take the tight end that I'm intrigued by that I think could start mm -hmm. over having to pick one of those running backs. And if, if I had like if I had three of the next six picks. I would take three of those running backs I like. But yeah. when I only have one and I'm waiting another 
you know, 12, 13, 14 picks until I pick again, I'm yeah. going to take the tight end. Like and it. at the end of the day, it's your team, so you do whatever it, you want. It, yeah, I, yes, it's my decision. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, and I'm sticking man. to it. Do it. I did it. You've done well. <laughs> I'll uh, let this guy know he's on the clock. Uh, I also had a I also had a league where I traded one one for one three that became Garrett Wilson and some other piece I don't remember it may have been a may have been a second okay but yeah I mean I'm I'm starting to get bummed out though there was at least one place where I thought I was safe to get Wilson and then he went and I'm like man this is frustrating. Like in in one of these orphans I took over where I have three where I had three firsts, yeah. I came out of the I came out of that first round with, uh, with London, Pickett and Watson, and I just didn't feel good about that. Like none of those guys are the I mean Pickett's fine in a super flex, but none of those guys, none of the other two are the ones I feel strongly about. Yeah, like I want to come out with Wilson, and it was a bummer to come out with guys that I wasn't as wasn't big a fan of, but oh well. Bummer, dude. <laughs> Bummer, dude. <laughs> yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. All right, wrapping it up. Wrap it up. Because I'm seepy pants. Yeah, you are. And I got to drive home. Yeah, you got to drive home. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Sorry again we didn't record after the draft last week, but we did enjoy watching it. You guys will get over it. You'll get over it. You 11 people will get over it. <laughs> um, that We do it for you guys. We do it for you. We do it you we and do it for you we got a new listener in corona Ooh, brett b brett b the new brett the b. new brett b the, the new brett b the san francisco 49er brett fan b. Brett b. and Thanks he for listening. he uh so he had said that he's really busy on thursday nights he has a golf thing and a, he has a golf league and a kickball league, so his wife let him have one day out of the week to do stuff. And he said... So he does those both on the same day? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, next month he has a tournament in Minnesota. And I said, well, you got to come visit your favorite <laughs> podcasters. And I thought it was the other Brett B that we knew. And he's like, podcast? Tell me more. That's and I'm, funny. I'm really confused. And then Swill had our back. And posted our podcast in the chat, and the uh, Brett B's like, "You have a new listener." Well, you know, Swill is in is in uh, down in Kentucky, yeah. and I'm going to be on the Bourbon Trail next week. Rub it in. So maybe, in. maybe I don't. You know, I don't. It's a bachelor party. It's yeah. I don't. It's not about me. But hey, Swill, maybe I'll have to cue, cue you in on where I'm going to be. You should really get into the chat with Swill and see where exactly Absolutely. he is, and you should hook yeah, it up for sure. I want pictures. All right, we're getting out of here. Let's do it. So, new Brett B, thanks for listening. Yeah. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And we will see you next week. Oh, yeah. next Thursday. I'll be gone, though. Oh, no. You might have to do it on your own next week. I can week. do it. I got it. Flying solo. We're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just alternate being yep. available. All right, everybody, we're out of here. Bye. We will try to do better next week. Maybe. Well, I'll do better next week. It'll be just me. I'm drowning you out. You don't even get a chance to I'll do better it. next week! Everything's possible! <laughs> I'm just gonna run to the end of the song. That works. Let's do it. Coming back around! Oh, we didn't talk about Godsmack. <laughs>